What's up, family? Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show, where we go from struggle to flow. Here's a way to measure if you're really about it, about it. What does that mean? If you actually are the person you think you are and want other people to believe that you are. The measure of a person's commitment is through the amount of thankless jobs he takes on. The amount of secret burdens he bears on his soul to uphold his responsibilities. That's it. Simple. You are measured by what you do in the dark when no one is watching. That's what a man truly is. What I call the rear view mirror moment. When the only eyes you see staring back at you are yours in that car ride alone by yourself, what you know to actually be true and actually be real about you is all that is real and all that is true. And all those thoughts that come up that keep it real with you in those moments about where you are missing the mark and what else you should be doing that you know you are not, that's the only real you there is. And how much of a gap from reality your life is from that determines how much work you're actually doing or not. And that's the truth. And the thing you have to ask is why? What is it that I really want? The thing is that because of the nature of devotion that is done in the dark, it has to be deeply personal. That's why it comes down to what it is that you really want. By its very literal sense, it is done for you and you only. Even if the benefits of it are for other people and other people benefit in a sense, the glue that keeps you devoted is not anything external. It does not seek to appease or appeal to anything or anyone outside of itself, or you wouldn't be able to sustain that devotion, or else it obviously also wouldn't be done in the dark. And the real truth about that is that this is the only kind of devotion that makes any kind of real material difference in your life or anyone else's life in the world. Because if you do things for other people, you can only sustain it for so long. But if you have a deep sustaining meaning for yourself first and foremost, then it has the staying power to accumulate energy and momentum and expertise over time, which puts the thing you're doing on the highest possible plane it can be on. It gives it that chance because you are personally devoted that can be sustained over time. Like your personal fitness needs to be personal. Your personal finance has to have its own personal standards that it lives by. And that then affects you and the people that depend on you. But it's all deeply personal. And your financial state or your personal health is a reflection of your own devotion to yourself and what worth you assign to yourself. Only after does it manifest outside through the actions that follow through that identified worth. You first have to identify with it. If you depend on a friend to come to the gym with you, then you will fall off when they do and would have tied your betterment again to something external. A lot of things in life like your devotion are personal journeys if you really want them to be long-lasting. They can't be dependent on the whim and variable of outside forces. The idea of playing an instrument comes to mind. If you only practice during the times that your piano teacher or your guitar teacher is present or while you are in class 
or while you are maybe around friends that share the interest, then you will never accumulate the hours needed for mastery. It is in the countless hours of your own personal interest that draws you back to the instrument, that keeps the guitar in your hands for hours while you watch something, or the 10 minutes while you're waiting to go somewhere, or between your next call or your appointment, you just grab it. That own personal drive and desire and devotion of actually wanting something in it for yourself is what leads to creative genius. Because creative genius cannot be managed to or enforced out of someone. It has to have its own deep personal interest to manifest. There are a lot of benefits, external benefits, don't get me wrong, to what turning up the heat inside of you will do. Your personal devotion to yourself earns you merit on the outside without you even trying to earn merit because it appeals to the innate respect that other people have for people who do things for their own reasons without having to be told to do so or managed to do so. It's almost like the idea of taking ownership because so few people actually want to take accountability and ownership that it is a rare quality when found and often admired because of that. That's what probably kept me employed half of my life because of my own drive. Because I've always had a problem with authority. So my managers had to be careful in dealing with me and they knew it. But the only thing that kept me employed was that I made up for that by not having them to use the authority. Because I always took my jobs as something deeply personal to myself. I didn't have to be told to be analyzing and creating Excel sheets on the weekends and thinking and planning things. I just did it because that's how I do anything. How you do anything is how you do everything. And my own devotion got me a lot of respect. Whenever my managers did decide to check on my work, they would notice and find that it was being done the entire time without them ever having to audit. And that kind of Personal devotion gives you a lot of respect and leeway with people when they realize this. What are you going to tell the guy who is already working harder for himself than he could ever work for you? You just let him work and hope, just hope that his idea of work continues to align with your idea of work or that drive he will soon be gone with that energy to contribute to something else that he feels his devotions have evolved to. And then you can go back to managing the 99% of people that will come through because, again, most people don't take ownership or have their own personal reasons for devotion. Most people just don't. Most people do it for the show. And that is something that irks me more than anything else. And of course, we all have variances in our personality. I am a low I on the disc scale, which means I don't seek recognition as much. And people with high eyes, obviously, are different than me in that regard, and they do seek recognition. While still respecting personality differences, I have to say that you cheapen your devotion if you do it for the show. Your prayers don't need an audience. It's your prayers in the dark that are deeply personal and deeply sincere that really reach to places they need to. And I know in this self-promoting generation, we do have to do some part in putting out a display to attract audiences and viewership. But there is a fine line between having your own deep personal reason for the art that you create and then expending the effort to bring attention to it versus 
losing that art by reverse engineering what brings attention. Diluting your devotion for the display of the algorithm. None of that is sustaining. Not for your soul. It's almost like we have forgotten that work done in the dark is still deeply meaningful and can change the world. Just think about the countless scientists and researchers who study something for years, decades, maybe inherit long-running studies, all which end up in academic journals and papers that almost no one reads. Think about the devotion in the dark there, the hours in the lab, the months, the years of your life, the time away from their family. Is it any less valid if it contributes to the building towards the research for future generations, if you just played your small part and you receive zero notoriety or fame or audience, is it any less meaningful or any less of a contribution to society? Devotion on display is shallow and empty. It is seeking, thirsty, and fundamentally at a deficit of devotion. It's missing the very thing it's trying to display. It wants to appear pious, be credited for going through the motions. And its only goal is to get the elevation that this display provides to its status. Externalized emptiness. A gaping void that will never be filled. It is who you are alone. What you do for yourself while you are alone. What standards you uphold for yourself. What excuses you let yourself get away with. What is an absolute hard line for you? It is these things that determine the measure of you. And even that measure isn't to be measured or valued through anyone else's perspective. It's the measure of you, for you, from you, to you. And how it measures up is the amount of support you give to yourself and to your own spine to stand up straight. It is when the answers to these questions point to unquestionable devotion in the dark. It is then that you can really walk tall and stand tall. Love you, family. Stay true, always. See you on the next show.